Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Hey everybody, welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone show. My name is Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. Hey, as you can tell everybody, kind of excited today because we are going to be reviewing a DC animated film. Just came out last October. I think it was, I think it was announced at San Diego Comic-Con. They got, like, got to watch it and then... And then they released on video like a week or, or a week or two later. I think you might be right on that. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I'm right because I'm always right. Oh I'm wow, teasing, everybody! I'm just teasing. I'm a little sleepy, so I'm a little yeah. sleepy. <laughs> but hey, everybody, we're going to talk about this at this movie um, here in just a few moments. Um, but but I'm pretty excited. That's the main event for today. Um, and then, um, but as you guys know, we kind of walk through. Uh, kind of what's on our, our geek dar, what's in geeky news. And then we go into the main event and then it's, it's a movie review. We're going to kind of give our non-spoilery score review. And then we kind of go into the details and I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. This is a good idea, Mike. Thank you. Um, I like, I like uh, Damien and Jonathan together. I think they're a good combo. So I was pretty excited uh-huh. when they announced this one. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So with that, let's go through this. Uh, do we, this has been a full week for me. I haven't been done much outside of uh, the thing. So I, I don't, I guess, should, do we have geeky news that we need to go through? Um, you know, I searched the geeky world over and didn't I searched the geek world over and thought I found geeky news. And I found... <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I, I really have no geeky news. I mean, just nothing that was that I really felt was worth reporting. Um, we got a lot of rumor and speculation going on. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. So. There's a lot of that going on right now. Right. It, just nothing that I thought was newsworthy, really. Um and we all know the movie upcoming releases. We got Shazam in a few weeks. Yes. Uh, that that's coming up. We've got uh what Blue Beetle later this year. Um mm-hmm. and of course the big one, the Flash with well, as I like to call it preferably, I'm Batman. <laughs> right. <laughs> the I'm Batman movie. Yes, right. that, that's coming up. So those are the biggies. Um right now I'm, superhero movies, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of superhero movies on deck. And then of course, next week, the the premiere of season three of The Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait for that. That looks incredible. I am so looking forward to that. And we will be doing pretty much weekly coverage of Mandalorian. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right on. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, Brian. Good to have you guys here with us today. Um yeah. Also, I'm pretty excited. March, I think it's March that we get John Wick four. Um, I got to watch two and three still. I haven't watched two and three yet. <laughs> right. I, I rewatched three this week. Uh, nice. I, I took the holiday to rest, and so I sat there and watched Super Sons, and I watched John Wick four. Gotcha. Or three. Excuse me. I watched three. Wow. I got to watch four before anybody else. No, I'm just. So what, what you're telling me is we're moving into Geek Dar now, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play. Let's play our uh, opener. Well, you don't need that private. We're right here now. What is it? Now what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps. I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. 
That's not all he's lost. <laughs> I'd never get tired of seeing that. I don't. I love that. Um, <laughs> just to let you know, I just realized just as we went live that I forgot to bring in our new clip. <laughs> I have a new clip for our main event, and I forgot to bring it in. So, oh, you know, that's all good. We'll have to wait till next week, it'll wait for Mandalorian. It will. Uh, so we'll get it for Mandalorian. That sounds great. <laughs> all right. So yeah, uh, moving on to uh, our. Uh, I don't have a lot in Geekdar this week. I was kind of busy, um, you know, uh, but the thing that I wasn't, you know, the, the thing I did spend most of my time on this week was XFL football. That's right, baby. Football continues in the spring with the XFL. Uh, most of you who watch our show know that I am an NFL football fan. I am a uh, Dallas Cowboys fan. Long-time Dallas Cowboys fan since I was a kid. And uh, in 2020, um, Vince McMahon tried to relaunch his XFL brand. And it only lasted, I think, three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Um, And then it got killed by the pandemic. But we here in St. Louis had gotten a football team, professional football team with the XFL, the St. Louis Battlehawks and St. Louis was super excited. We were the biggest market in the XFL. We watched more games than anybody in the country. We uh, we we were the first stadium to start selling the upper bowl for tickets, which no other stadium had done that. So we had outsold all all the other stadiums, and we're getting ready to do it again this year. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this past uh, Saturday and Sunday, the XFL kicked off. Uh, Battlehawks played their first game. They won. Um, shoot, I can't remember who they played, and I left my phone. Oh, dang it! I don't have my phone. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> They they uh oh they beat the uh, San Antonio Brahmas, and um the second game was Thursday night Ugh, eight o'clock game that kind of sucked <laughs> that's late for me <laughs> all right I pushed it after ten o'clock and I'm going man it's time for bed come on <laughs> anyway um, we won the second game and that one was against uh gosh now. I can't think of the team. Um, shoot. I cannot remember who it was. Anyway, um, we play our third game next Saturday, and that one, I believe, is against DC. DC Commanders, if I remember. I'm still learning the team's names. It's kind of hard to That's remember. That's all right. But I'm not um, I'm sport, so all I hear is wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> but your family is right. They're into sports. Likes football. I don't know if they'll get into XFL or not. I'll have to oh, ask. I'll see if. I mean, if you if you're excited, if you like the NFL, you should enjoy the XFL. After all, XFL gives a chance for um, college players who didn't get drafted into the NFL. That gives them a second chance because mm-hmm. then they can continue their football career. Where otherwise yeah. they done. That would be it. Right. So this gives them a chance to c- continue hone hone their skills, and uh, NFL scouts to continue scouting beyond college. It also gives a chance for NFL players who have left the NFL to kind of come back and still play the game for a while. So right. I mean, it's a good thing for everybody. I- I've seen a lot of people kind of crapping on the XFL. Oh, it's not going to last. It's blah blah blah. It's mediocre. Well, first of all, it's not mediocre. Um, every game I watched was pretty, pretty exciting. Um, yeah, the skill level right now, the teams just aren't gelling at the moment. You know, some of them are gelling more than others. Well, cause they're all new. Exactly. They're brand new. They, they've only, you know, they practiced for what, three months before this season. And this is the, their first time really playing together. So mm. you got to give them some time guys. Right. Right. I mean, I, I see issues with the, the Battlehawks right now, but again, it it's early. You know, this is only their first few games, and they did win, so that's a plus. It is a plus. I so that's it. that's my geek dar uh, XFL football. I'm super excited. Can't wait till March 12th for the uh, St. Louis home opener. 
I will have tickets. Oh, yeah. Roger, Roger confirmed. Just went on sale and St. Louis had the highest viewing of the week. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And then also, Mike is going to get Steven skipped. <laughs> Football. What? Sports? This is a geek new show. <laughs> well, you can geek out about sports. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my geek dark. Cool. Mine is only in the aspect that I'm prepping for John Wick 4. I love the John Wick universe. Absolutely adore it. Um, the first one came out, and I can't tell how many times I watched it. Uh, well, on video. I didn't go to th- I only went to theater once. So, but two was good. Three was better than two. Um, so I'm really You're starting to sound through. like an eye exam. Is one better or two? Right. Yeah. Two. <laughs> <Sorry>. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm I'm pretty excited about it coming out, and uh, I, I'm looking forward. I, I'm looking forward to John Wick Four. I really am. So I, I watch. So I watched three. I didn't go back to watch one nor two because I was like, no, nah, let me go back to three because you know I already know what the storyline is. I'm trying to remember. Okay, what happened? And, uh, you know, the excommunicado John Wick, you know, it's like everyone's after John Wick. And so it was good. So I'm excited. And I'm excited about the cast. The cast for four just looks phenomenal. Oh, really? Yeah. So you've got um, Donnie Yen, who I've enjoyed Donnie Yen in a whole bunch of different films. Um, I, 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 he was in a series called Ip Man, and Ip Man is kind of the the loose story of the guy who trained Bruce Lee. Um, and um, and so it was, uh, you know, it's it's based on a true story, but with license, if that makes well, sense. Don't you think you're forgetting something about what Donnie Jen also was in? This, this little you know movie it's barely known called Star Wars Rogue One, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you talk about me. Oh, you're talking sports. Well, uh, the main geeky thing there is the fact that he was in a Star Wars film, and you just completely leave that out, <laughs> right? I was getting there. No, I'm just kidding. No, I wasn't. No, you forgot it. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, in Star Wars, in Rogue One, he plays a blind, you know, force-sensitive person. Oh, I love that scene. I, I love and, that character. And it almost and- looks like in John Wick 4, he's playing a guy who sort of seems blind, but not really force-sensitive person. Oh, please I tell wonder- me he says, the force is with me. I'm, I am one with the force. The force is with me. <laughs> that would be hysterical, right? That would be I would awesome. absolutely love it. I, yeah. I don't think they. I don't think they could get away with it, though. I don't think they could. Well, I don't know. John Wick did get away with. I need guns, lots of guns. You know, direct quote right out of the Matrix. So I kind of yeah, chuckled but, when I saw it. In three. Yeah, but that's one Keanu Reeves to another Keanu Reeves film. So I, I think that's a little easier to get away with. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, so it was fun. Well, so, I yeah. haven't. I've only seen the first John Wick film. Um, I don't know how I passed over those movies, but somehow I did. And so recently, since four is coming out, I recently watched one. I I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. Um, and I am collecting the Berserker comics, which is Count. Oh, Reeves. are you? Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I can't find issues three and four. So I have only read one and two because I can't read three and four and I don't want to read what I got afterwards till I find mm. those. So I may have to go pick up the, the trade just came out last week. I may have to pick that up and just uh, read the trade and then hold on to my singles and, and, you know, hold on to them for possible uh, uh, collector's value or whatever. But right. um, yeah, from what I've seen of Berserker so far, John Ack, John John Wick is a total badass. Okay, mm-hmm. Berserker is like John Wick on steroids. Whoa, nice! <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he kind of makes John Wick look like a wimp. <laughs> That's interesting. That's huh. how tough the character is. And rumor has it there will be a movie. So stay tuned for that one. Ooh, cool. Okay. All right. I'm we done with that. Move? Ready on uh, to move on to the main event now? Yes, we're 15 minutes in. Let's hit the main event. All right. 
It's time for the main event. Okay, everybody, here we are to discuss DC's latest animated film, Batman and Superman, colon, Battle of the Super Sons. (laughs) Uh, DC with another giant long title. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I kind of chuckled because I was like, really, it's not really Batman and Superman, but it, you know, sort of. But I guess they did that just to get people to watch it. Well, I mean, Batman and Superman come in and set it up. So you have you have the setup by the two of them and you got to have the two heavy hitters, you know, Um, and then they're kind of back at the end to sort. Well, round it out. Yeah, round it out a little bit. So. Mm-hmm. But then we get the final with with Jonathan and Damias. So yeah, all right. So everybody, here we go. We're gonna do our non spoilery kind of quick review with our score, um, and um, and then we're gonna kind of deep dive into the spoilerific territory. So before we do that, here's our non spoiler review. All right, Mike, what kind of score? Um, what's our scorecard for this one? Let's go with uh, uh, Batarangs. Batarangs. All right. We're back to Batarangs. I like Batarangs. Yeah, it's all good. Besides, it had a funny funny use in this film. (laughs) Yep. Okay. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. So uh, I had heard about this movie. Um, I've delved into a little bit of, of Damien and Jonathan just here and there, not you know, not really heavily, um, mm-hmm. mainly in the uh, deceased storyline, because the two of those characters play a pretty. Oh, oh that was good. Yeah, I enjoyed and deceased. deceased yeah. amazed, and I'm looking forward to I'm collecting right now. Deceased, the the God of the un, or the war of the undead gods. Um, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, you know, I I, lo- I know a little bit about their dynamic and I like their dynamic dynamic together uh they have a good friendship a good bond and i enjoy that so when i heard about this movie i was like oh i gotta check this out yeah this this is gonna be really cool um you get like we said earlier you kind of set up with batman and superman and damien and jonathan meet for the first time Mm -hmm. uh, which is a fun meeting i enjoyed that a lot uh i think there's a lot of heart to this film a whole lot of heart to this film uh, and a lot, you know, I've said before, I really like a family aspect and I don't mean that, that it's family friendly for the most part. This film is fairly family friendly, right. uh, probably a little border for some younger viewers. Cause it gets kind of scary at some points. I could see for some really younger viewers, this could be a, a pretty scary film. Okay. Um, we're talking probably preteen and on up anyway. So, but there is a family aspect in both uh, Superman's family and a learning family aspect between uh, Bruce Wayne and Damian Wayne. And I really love those, uh, those dynamics. I think those are incredible dynamics, good storytelling there. Um, So overall, I think this, this film had great storytelling, a lot of fun action, a uh, lot of funny, funny moments between uh, Jonathan and Damien, and I would give it nine out of ten batterings. Ooh, okay, nine out of ten. Nine All right, ten. I really right. enjoyed this one. Okay, I actually uh, I enjoyed it as well. Um, I'm trying to think here. How do I want to say this? I give it eight out of 10. Now a strong eight out of 10 where it loses points for me. It's like an eight plus. Yeah. Eight plus. There we go. Eight plus. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Well, shoot. It's, um, it's not really spoiler because it's, well, maybe it is a spoiler. I, it loses points for a certain spoiler item, so I better wait. I'll wait to tell you why I I, I knocked off points for it because I, I am wanna... excited to hear that. I, yeah, we we have not discussed 
what we thought about this movie before. No, we- hey, we we do our best not to discuss because that's that's what birthed Mike in the phrase <laughs> "save it for the podcast." Save it for the podcast. We about it, and, and Mike was like, "No, no, no, save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast." You know, kind of a thing. Because <laughs> we want those initial reactions on here, not yeah. On the yeah. phone. <laughs> yeah. So o- overall, um, I-, I thought the animation was top notch. It's probably the best animated DC film so far. I think, well, I don't know if I'd go so far. I think out of all the modern stuff, uh, you know, the more modern stuff, I think I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, I-, I-, I enjoyed it. Y- you know, there are some things that, you know, are computer animated, but yet still animated. So it's not like yeah. you're looking at like a computer. How do you say that nowadays? They used a computer to help them do animation. Let me put it that way, rather than say so, the term computer animated. You wouldn't you you would say that it doesn't look like uh, Toy Story. Yes, good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that I'm knocking Toy Story. I'm not right. Not we're talking about look. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Animation style. Yes. I agree with you. It's more of a 2D animation and sometimes 2D animation, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it comes off better. It just depends on what the situation is and yeah. so on. Yep. I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the introduction of Jonathan Kent, that it focused on that. Actually, I was surprised how much time it spent on that. But then I began to realize, well, well, we've really already been introduced to Damian Wayne. You know what I mean? And so I, I like how it spent a bulk of the first good night, the first quarter easy of, of the film of on Jonathan Kent, which was really good. And then, um, then, you know, brought them together and then, you know, just happen chance. Then what happened, you know, the, the, the villain that's introduced and that kind of a thing. So, um, the, you know, which makes sense for the super sons to get together. And, and then, you know, and I loved, I, I love their character arc and I'm not going to go into more detail than that at the moment, but I really enjoy it. at the beginning. I didn't like it, but then I began to realize it was a character arc and then I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, gotcha. So very solid eight out of 10. It is it worth renting? Yes. Is it worth buying? Mm, you're probably better off getting a subscription to HBO max because then you get more movies for, for a cheaper, you know, for one month. <laughs> Cause that's what I did. Uh, I, 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 I think it depends on how big a DC fan are you? I mean, yeah. Are you a completist or, I mean, I'm not a completist per se, but there I, are a lot of them that I want to actually own. So I and, would not feel guilty owning it. Even if I had HBO Max, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, it was good. I did buy it digitally. I did buy yeah. it digitally. So. Yeah. It's good. It, it is good. So, yeah. All right. There you have it, everybody. Uh, trying to be as vague as possible to give our non spoiler review without going into details because. I, it's it's hard for me to go non-spoiler reviews and stuff. <laughs> the question is, is have you guys seen it? Have any of you out there seen it? And uh, please comment below and, and let us know because um, I, I'm interested to see who else out there is really watching the DC animated films. I, I think they've been really good. I don't, I, this didn't hit theaters though. If I, if I remember right. No, no, most of the, most of the DC animator are straight to, uh, well, they're straight to, straight to video, uh, video. Or- yeah. yeah, it's hard to say that nowadays because because it goes streaming, but it goes for paid streaming first, and then then you go to your subscription based, which is still technically paid. But yeah. I know anyway, what you mean. It's it's, it's really for purchase, right? Rent, right. then it goes to the streaming services as part of streaming packages, right? Exactly. I'm tracking. Exactly. I got you. Okay. It gets confusing in this whole streaming world how to convey all that stuff. So, yes. Uh, should we move on to cast? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's talk about the cast, everybody. Ah, uh, this is a great cast. I gotta say, okay, John- Jonathan Kent was voiced by Jack Dylan Grazer. Wait, wait, hang on a sec. I just it just dawned on me. We probably if we hit cast, we'll probably start saying who's in it. Okay. Why don't we do the big plot summary and okay. go ahead and give the the whole plot? Do you ha- do you have the plot summary up? Um, IMDb should have it. 
All right. I'm not reinventing the wheel, everybody. <laughs> Somebody already did a plot summary. Let's just use it. All right. Storyline. Lazy. Uh, 11-year-old Jonathan Kent discovers he has superpowers. Thus, the half-Kryptonian gets thrusted into the complected... Com, con, con, bleh, complicated? Complicated. Thank you. Why couldn't I say that word? World of superheroes and supervillains who are now under attack by a malevolent... Maleficent? Male- uh, male- yeah, close enough. Alien force known as Starro. Next time you're reading. <laughs> against time as Jonathan must join forces with assassin-turned-boy wonder Damian Wayne to rescue their fathers and save the planet by becoming the super sons that they were destined to be. Right on. Um, so, yep. yeah, that's the storyline. Um, so, big picture story synopsis. We're in spoiler territory, right? Yeah, we're in spoiler territory. Um, okay. Every, I know everyone's been just chomping at the bit to know why Steven gave it a lower score. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. So, uh, although I don't think eight's a bad score, though. Eight's not a bad score. My my thing is, is once you've seen a Starro plot line, you've seen them all. <laughs> okay. I get what you're saying there. And... <laughs> I think we'll get we'll 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 discuss Starro as we go along. Okay, so obviously Starro is the big bad in in, in this uh, yeah in this film. Um, uh, yeah, so, Starro hitches a ride, <laughs> hitches a ride on baby yeah. ship while Krypton explodes, and then you know falls off while it's going into light speed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then ends up on the Justice League uh, uh, satellite at some point eventually yeah right so yeah we kind of kicked it well we kick it off there we get kick it off with kind of the origin of superman slightly retold but not the whole throwing it in your face and you know we we learn everything that he he landed on earth to the the kents and the kents raised him. we didn't get a retelling of all that no but they did do it they introduced it on purpose in the purpose was about a father-son relationship and how yes uh, Jorel was, you know, hopes that that Kalel would have that opportunity, kind of a thing. Right. And I thought that was nice. That was purposefully done, and it was good. Exactly. It it had purpose towards the story, which sometimes a a lot of times, especially in the big big tentpole films, the origin is only there to explain to, to hold the audience's hand. Mm-hmm. So that you know, okay, this is how they became a superhero, and and it's it's become a trope that every single superhero has to have his origin told in the the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I you were talking about Damien earlier. I like the way Damien is just thrown into this. You know, he is already established. He is. It's, it's already known. Damien is the son of of. Bruce Wayne, Damien is also the grandson to Ra's al Ghul and the, the son to Talia al Ghul. Um, and he's he's basically a trained assassin. He's a preteen trained assassin. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt, people. <laughs> it's fun. It is. It's fun. It's it fun. sets him up as a Robin real easy. But we didn't get the whole origin. You just got Little bits and pieces, nuggets to go. Look, this is who he is. We already got it in which which film was it? Was it Batman and Robin? Well, yeah, that was the three part series, Batman and Robin. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember all the the titles to the three movies, but um, we covered those too. We did cover those. Yeah. Um, Of course, I don't know if we had those on YouTube back then, but regardless, we covered them on audio, so you can go back and listen to those. Um, those are good movies too. I enjoy those, except that Robin kicks Deathstroke's butt, and I don't think that's yeah possible. <laughs> right? That one lost points there for me, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe when Damien gets to uh, Dick Grayson's, you know, uh, when he's more like uh, the age of where Nightwing is, maybe then he's skilled enough to beat Deathstroke, but no, Deathstroke is the greatest assassin in the DC universe. No kid, no snotty nose kid, kid's going to beat him. Anyway, sorry, we're not talking about that one. That's right. That's right. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, we, we just get little bits and pieces and crumbles, uh, of who Damien is. And I like that. I, I like the way they just throw him in there. Boom. You just accept who Damien is. Okay. DC movies, James Gunn. If you were listening, <laughs> which I wished you would take a look at this. This is how a good DC film is done. Write it down. <laughs> Take some notes. Yeah. You follow these examples, you could come up with a good tentpole live action yeah. film. Just follow these examples. Just saying. Just saying. The so, dots are there. Just draw the lines. Right. So we see where Superman, or excuse me, Clark Kent and Lois Lane, they have Jonathan. Batman. Here's Damien. They get together. There's something that happens. We know that Starro is on the Justice League little satellite ship, whatever it's called, out, you know, orbiting Earth, the orbiter, whatever. And then, then you know, if you don't know Starro, everybody, Starro's this big alien. If you haven't seen Suicide Squad, or excuse me, the Suicide Squad film. The second one that James Gunn did, by the way. That James Gunn did. Yeah. You know, introduced Starro, which is kind of funny. It's the same story every time. It's the. Here's my little fish thing that's going to take over you, you know, take over the world, you know, mind control everybody. It's the Borg. Yeah. 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 And that's and so, essentially what it is. It's the Borg. Mm-hmm. And then of course, um, I think Cy, uh, uh, Starro actually was developed before the Borg was because Starro was actually, been around. Yeah. He, uh, Starro has oh. been around since the, well, since the inception of the comic book Justice League. They were actually the first enemy that the comic book Justice League fought. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, um, I always thought Starro was a lame uh, villain, you know. Um, but I think James Gunn did make Starro work really well in in uh, Suicide Squad, um, better than I thought he was going to. Because I was like, "Are you kidding me, Starro? Really? Why would you bring Starro in?" That's a. But I think it worked well. And again, for this storyline, I thought it worked well. And honestly, I thought there was more of a horror aspect of this one. That yes. was kind of eerie. There were you know? horror elements to it. Yes. Right. And it actually made Starro much more intense, much more better. Ah, much more better. Cheers, everybody. Very nice. Very well played. In my opinion, you know, you're taking an old worn out character and I, I think he gave it a little bit new life, in my opinion. Right. So now I don't want to see him a whole bunch more times. <laughs> exactly. I don't need him much more, but I thought it worked really well for this this uh, storyline. Um, I thought it was a good way to bring Jonathan and Damien together. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Nice. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. So then they do the battle, and then they end up having to fight their dads and. Then they switch, which was good. That was kind of fun. You know, let's switch. That was good. You know, <laughs> I, okay. I knocked out Batman. Right. <laughs> well, you are Superman's son. So right. yeah. <laughs> just say it. Of course, he, he, he is just learning his powers. and Yeah. Like and they did a really good job with it, too. Uh, kind of a thing. So, yeah. Now, so, wait. I love I love their meeting. I love it when when so in the beginning uh Jonathan is upset because uh his dad Clark is is missing a lot of his life. Clark is mm-hmm. really busy and he doesn't realize that Clark is Superman. He doesn't realize that his dad is Superman at this point. And so uh, he's just really down and out because he missed the baseball game. He struck out at the baseball game and, and people are making fun of him and he's just having a rotten, a rotten day as a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, he in frustration runs off and while running through the, the wheat field, cornfield, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in, you know, on the Kent farm. He's in Kansas. That's probably a cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. It didn't really look like corn, but I mean, it still could be wheat too. Anyway. Um, but anyway, he, uh, 
wait, did you say weed? <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> I don't know. They passed the law yet? Because it could be. Who knows? <laughs> tank, no, tank corn. It's dope. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so he in, invertedly uh, basically sets the silo on fire with his heat vision. And had, yeah. he had no idea he had powers. Now he's really freaking out because, yeah. you know, he doesn't know what's going on. And he's cowering and crying in the barn. And and uh, you hear you hear Clark Kent say, son, he's like, not now, dad. I, You don't understand. And then you kind of see the feet of Superman floating in the air right. at this point. And you hear him go. Son, I think I would understand more than you think I do. <laughs> and Jonathan turns around and sees his dad in yeah. the super suit, still with glasses, though. Right. He was still wearing the glasses. Which is always the funniest thing, like a pair yeah. of glasses. You know, people can't tell who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glasses just throws you completely off. But right. regardless, uh, He's still wearing the glasses. And then all of a sudden, Jonathan's like, what? My dad is Superman? Whoa, yeah, his day goes from being right. His day goes from being total crap to the greatest day ever happened to him. So, yeah, that was so it much was good. It was, really it was good. great. It was a good father and son moment, a good father and son bonding, because then he he takes him out. Mm hmm him and, and we have the moment next to the airplane that was hilarious too where the little girl's like oh, oh, right. oh superman's by the airplane with a kid on his on his back, back right <laughs> which was great it was fun it was fun yeah so it was but good then uh, superman go takes takes uh jonathan to gotham which is hilarious because they're flying near Gotham and all of a sudden Jonathan goes, Ooh, what's that smell? And he goes, Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You know what it reminded me of? So years ago, I used to work for uh, a truck repair place down in downtown St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And I remember right after I started there, I took my friend Jason. I was off on the weekends I drove my friend Jason over over there uh, just to show him where I worked, right? Which is not the best place in town, by the way. It is not. And, uh, and I can remember crossing the bridge and Jason and getting closer to the shop. And Jason goes, man, what's that smell? Right. <laughs> it was almost just like that scene. It was so funny. I was like, welcome hey, to the city. Right. <laughs> welcome. To exactly. So. Uh, they all, they all compare Gotham to or Gotham to Chicago, but maybe there's some aspects that were St. Louis too. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, Superman takes him to the Batcave. Yeah, and, and he is, I love how Jonathan geeks out even more about beating meeting Batman than the fact that his dad is Superman. Right. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yep. I was like, this is awesome. And he's just running around, bat this, bat that, bat, blah, blah, blah. And then we get introduced to Damien. And, oh, yeah, who's Mr. Obvious over there? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, who's that? <laughs> and and uh, uh, they're like, well, this is Batman's, this is Bruce's, or Batman's son, Damien. <laughs> and then... Damien starts messing with him and that's just, I love it, you know, cause then they're, they're testing him to see if he's got any, any more powers. Cause he's only got a few things that are showing so far mm -hmm. and uh, they're trying to figure out if he, if he has the same type of powers as Superman and Batman and Superman are discussing it. And Batman says, well, it may have to be some kind of traumatic event that triggers, uh, the rest of his powers and damien goes let's test that <laughs> and pushes him down the back cave right <laughs> i was like what it was so funny it was good superman saves him brings him back and superman was very gracious to damien considering he just tried to kill his son 
and then uh uh they're like you know they're like damon you can't do that and you know kind of chastising him and everything and he's like fine and then he throws the battering right at his head and jonathan goes ow and he goes well he's obviously not not in uh invulnerable right <laughs> This was one of those stories that I love, Damien. I thought he was great. Right. He just works. Yeah. It was good. So, well, let's talk about the cast. We've kind of introduced some of the folks. And so, uh, and I would like to talk about the voice acting as part of this. Oh, I agree. I agree. Your opinion on this. So we had uh, Jack Dylan Grazer playing Jonathan Kent. I thought he did a fabulous job. He's he is the kid in Shazam that plays oh. the uh, that plays the friend you, you know the the friend that had the you know the crutch and all that. Uh, You've got bullet immunity, right? <laughs> Which that actually kind of comes into play in this too. Uh, <laughs> that line is almost used in this movie too. That was one of my favorite lines in Shazam. By the way, you've got bullet immunity. We yeah. quote that all the time. What was that, Megan? I said you and I quote that all the time. Oh yeah, that's great. I mean, it's so much. You know, we we're so used to he's bulletproof. No, he's got bullet immunity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, so we have Jack Griffio, uh, voicing Damian Wayne again. Uh, did a great job. I really like mm-hmm. the voice of Damian. Um. Laura Bailey playing Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Another really good one. She's very impressive. She's a voice actor. She's also part of Critical Role. Which oh, is she? Two. I didn't know yes. that. Yep. Wow. And and her the Superman who plays Superman. So her husband on the show, Travis Willingham, is also Critical Role and is also her real life husband. Oh, really? Oh, well, yes. the perfect dynamic there. Okay. Yes. So yeah, Travis Willingham, Willingham played Superman. We got Troy Baker voicing Batman. We'll come yep. back to that. Okay. Uh, um, Darren DePaul voicing Lex Luthor. Did a he's voice he's, actor. He's, he's done a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. Um, Tom Kenny plays Green Arrow. Uh, for what little Green Arrow we got, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, um, he's also the voice of. Tom Kenny's the voice of SpongeBob. That's right. You were telling me that before we started. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. It's so funny that SpongeBob is Green Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Or the, I guess, uh, let me say the original SpongeBob. I'll, okay. Let me put it that way. The original series. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, they change voice actors? I'm not for sure. I just know for sure that he was in the original series. So, gotcha. All right. Uh, we got Nolan North playing Jor El. Nolan North, my favorite voice actor from the Uncharted video game series. Uh, he plays the main, uh, the main uh, uh, good guy. What's the word? Protagonist, uh, uh, Nathan Drake, in the wow. Uncharted series, and he's really good. Okay. <clears throat> um, we got Zeno Robinson playing Jimmy Olsen. He was okay. He was all right. Um, there wasn't a whole lot for. No, no, Jimmy was barely. Jimmy. <laughs> there was there was a couple funny, funny moments between him and Lois though that I I did enjoy that I, I gotta say yeah it was fun, um and that's the main cast right there uh so yeah I wanted to come back to Troy, Troy Baker. Baker voicing Batman I mean we have to address the elephant in the room right um so uh I thought he did a good job. Um, he, he, nobody, (laughs) nobody is going to be Kevin Conroy. Um, Oh, for Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, you're always going to come second fiddle to Kevin Conroy. To me, Kevin Conroy will always be the voice of Batman always. So, um, but I thought he was a good uh, a good replacement. To, I I don't know if I can really call him a replacement or not, but um, a good alternative. He is a great voice actor. He yeah. really is, and um, he's voiced. Oh my good, he's voiced Batman in several of the the Batman 
movies, games. Right. Yeah, I know this isn't his first run. Under it's not his first rodeo. <laughs> not his first bat bat uh, uh, bat cave or Batmobile or whatever. Right. He's trying to think of some kind of bat ism to use. Um, I like him. He's good. Uh, I just, you know. I prefer Kevin, but we'll, we won't be getting Kevin back at all. So um, I have to move right. on, unfortunately. And I, I think he does a fairly good Batman. I, I was I was pretty impressed with him. So um, mm-hmm. if they use him more, I, I think I'll be happy with it uh, going forward. So, okay. All right. I'm open for it. Yeah. I was trying to see what else he was in or what he's done. Um, I thought he had good chemistry with uh, Travis Willingham. I, I thought they did well. Did. Yes, yeah, and and that's that's a good point. I think the the connection between all the different voice actors seemed to flow well. And nothing yes. really seemed to be weird or awkward, except maybe Jimmy Olsen. Uh, but yeah, there I, wasn't a whole lot with Jimmy Olsen anyway. No, and it was, no. and it was almost, you could actually do the whole movie without Jimmy Olsen. And oh I yeah. That's yeah. Really weird for me. Cause it just wasn't integral. It's just like, ah, we'll just throw Jimmy Olsen in there. You're right. He didn't have much a part. The, but the two pieces that he had were pretty humorous pieces. So I'm willing to give it give it up for that character just because they were funny enough, but you're okay. right. We, we could have had the complete movie without him. So yeah, we have Lois again, spoilers. We have Lois. Uh, she, she got infected by Starro. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. great by the way. So she gets infected by Starro. Starro. She comes after Jonathan who Damien is going to retrieve Jonathan because he realizes what's happened. And Jonathan's basically the only quote unquote superhero left that hasn't been taken over. So he's like, great. I got to team up with, with him, you know? Right. (laughs) So he goes to get him at school. And then all of a sudden Lois starts coming down the hall and he goes, that was creepy. Yeah, and and it's funny. Damien goes, she's been compromised. And he goes, no, you don't know my mom. Nobody can compromise my my mom. And she starts going, come here, Damien, and give me a hug. And he goes, you're right. My mom's been compromised. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) She starts chasing him down. Okay, now, all right, here's another, a little bit unbelievable thing about Damien. He flies the bat, or quote-unquote bat wing. (laughs) I'm like... Really, you're just a kid. How are you flying the Batwing? But anyway, I guess when you're an assassin and at 11 years it old, yep, it all rolls your, together. Yes, your dad's the Batman and your grandfather's Ra's al Ghul. I guess you can fly a plane. But anyway, so they take off in the the uh, Batwing, and her kind of sort of having superpowers because she's been empowered by Starro jumps onto the top of the Batplane, and. And uh, Damien goes, well, use your use your uh, uh, heat vision and kill her. Right. (laughs) Kill my mom. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I I just love Damien's thinking there. I just kill her. (laughs) Yeah, because he he wasn't opposed to killing Batman either. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who is his father, by the way? So, yeah, Damien was great in this. I really enjoyed it. It really was. Yeah. But, yeah, so we had that moment. And then she uh, basically Jonathan shoots the the uh, Starro off of her and more or less and <laughs> drops her in a pond. Mm-hmm. So she comes to and she's OK. So now she's trying to figure out how she can get the message out to the world. Mm-hmm. And she goes to Jimmy. And the first thing she does to Jimmy, she's like, "Open your mouth!" And she's got a she's got a pair of scissors. Right. And Jimmy's scared crapless, <laughs> like she's gonna kill him. <laughs> so that was a funny moment. And then we mm-hmm. have the moment when, uh, at the end, I, I won't give away totally what happens, but the, basically the Staros are dying. And Jimmy doesn't really know what's happening. And he grabs a stapler and he shoots a stapler at one of them. And they all just happen to die at that time. And he, he thinks the stapler killed it. Right. I'm a stapler. Where's my stapler? Where's my stapler? Office space. Where's my stapler? Yes. 
<laughs> I'm looking for my, my red stapler. My red stapler. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How did how did you like the soundtrack to it? And and music and sound effects. What did you think? I thought it was great. I'll be honest. I didn't pay a lot of attention to the music in this. I I gotta say, DC animated films, a lot of times, I mean, barring Batman animated, of course. Batman animated has beautiful music. It's oh, the Denny series, Paul yes. Denny series one. Okay, yeah. the original. Yes, that's just it's fabulous, amazing music. music. Yeah, yeah. But these latest movies, a lot of times, I don't even notice the music in them. Oh, okay. I really don't. Um, sound effects were great. Uh, you know, everything in it sounded fine. Sounded like you know. Uh, I different- I felt immersed in it. Like yeah. everything seemed to, you know, kind of bring it to bring, you know, bring me into the film more, if that makes sense. Yes, I agree. You know how some people say, oh, that happened and it just brought me out of the film, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. I, I would say just and maybe that's that's part of it where you're saying, you know, you didn't notice because you were already brought into the film. And that's probably why you didn't notice as much. Could be. Could be. Uh, I love soundtrack. So I'm already kind of attuned oh, to I it a little too. bit. I do, too. You know, um, especially Star Wars soundtracks. Those are my all time right. favorites right there. Um, but I absolutely love like the Danny Elfman Batman soundtrack. That's amazing mm-hmm. stuff there. And well, then, that's Danny Elfman. I mean, he's on a whole new level. Oh, I, mm-hmm. but yeah, but my other favorite is John Williams. So mm-hmm. John Mil- Williams, quite arguably the greatest composer of our time. You know, I'm not going to say all time, not all time, not all time, our time. <laughs> I don't know even our time. I don't know if I put him in there. Or not. He is dude, a great composer, though. He's a great dude, composer. He's had more movie soundtracks, more successful movie soundtracks than anybody you could name. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hans Zimmer is up there. I um, hate Hans Zimmer. I know. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'll give you an example of me listening to Hans Zimmer super, superhero films. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Z- Hans Zimmer's soundtracks. I hate them. But They're, all I'm all I'm saying is though is he it's has white a, noise. Yeah, but he has a lot of awards and stuff as well. So I mean, John Williams is good. Don't get me wrong. Um, Hans Zimmer's John up Williams there. has done some of our most iconic. Iconic. Yeah, but. He's We're talking. also ninety. He's ninety-one years old. He was there yeah. in seventy-seven. He's had longer in the field than all the rest of them. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's had more because he's the best. Everyone seeks him out. You know, <laughs> come on. He's he's done ET. He's done Jaws. He's done Superman. He's done Raiders of the Lost Ark. He's he did the first of the Harry Potter films. Um, gosh. Uh, uh, Oh gosh, I can't even think of everything he's done. He's just done so much stuff, mm-hmm. and then that doesn't include the nine Star Wars uh, soundtracks. Which, by the way, even if I didn't like the Star Wars movie, I still love the soundtrack. <laughs> right? It's it's not very often, and I'll go back to a soundtrack of a movie that I wasn't that fond of. Um, in fact, I hate the Last Jedi, but I love the Last Jedi soundtrack. It's a <laughs> it really is and you know they do have an option on on the last jedi uh blu-ray or dvd or you it's know, music only yeah where it's, you can shut off the entire <laughs> voice track of the, the film that's awesome. you can watch the film and listen to the music yeah actually i've never done that and that actually sounds intriguing probably a better way to watch the last jedi <laughs> probably in probably all fairness probably watch the last right jedi. yeah just go to hear the music track on so you don't have to hear the crap that they talk <laughs> right all right all right back to batman back to batman right. and, and batman. superman sons uh, it always divulges into that doesn't it, it does. Um, yeah overall i thought the uh the cast was 
really good in this. I, I, it was really good. I was very impressed with them. Very worth seeing. Seeing if you had to sum up the the main theme of the film, what would you sum it up as? Friendship. Friendship. Um, I I would it, in the beginning. I would have stated family. You know what I'm saying? Halfway yeah. through, I would have definitely stated family. But Agreed. as the but the greatest character arc of the whole film is the two super sons coming together and liking to hang out together, if that makes yep. sense. Because they ended it with you know, the, the whole thing about Teen Titans, you know, Robin was, or Damian Wayne was trying to get with the Teen Titans kind of a thing. And then they were like, well, you saved the world so you can join us now. And he was like, nah, you know, kind of a thing. Cause I think he loved the team up and I like it because, you know, Superman and Batman do not really team up. If <laughs> that was a great moment. Also when, when uh, the two sons go off together and, Superman looks at Batman and goes, kind of reminds you of us when we first met. And Batman goes, nah, I was nicer than him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I agree with you. Friendship is a great theme uh, for this movie. Um, I think you're right, though. In the beginning, it started off family because we had we had the entire fa family dynamic of the L House of L. You know, mm -hmm. we had. Jorel and uh, I always forget her his mother's name. Uh, I mean, Jorel, his wife. Yeah, his wife. <laughs> I, I should know this. I really, really should know this. But that's all right. But we get that whole family dynamic there, and then we get the family dynamic with the Kents on the Kent farm. You mm -hmm. know, and then we get a family dynamic between Batman and, and Damien too. Mm -hmm. you know? um, which is is really good. And there's even this almost moment of where uh, Clark is kind of mentoring Bruce as a father, which I, I had a slight issue with that. Cause I'm like, nah, if you, if you think about this, he's, he's been a father all along. He's been a father to, to uh, Dick Grayson. He's been a father to Jason Todd. Granted, that was a failing relationship there. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been a father to Timothy Drake. It could be arguable there too. Some aspects of that. So, I mean, he's been a father, but I guess this is a much different dynamic than the, either of those three. Mm -hmm. And, but so you, you get that moment, uh, between fathers of sharing fatherly, uh, advice. So I get what you're saying. There is a family aspect to this too, which I said that in the beginning. That's one of the things I like it, but I think the overall theme is friendship. That's what I think it is. Mm -hmm. It, it mm -hmm. comes down to, it boils down to Jonathan and Damien and how they're so complete opposite of each other. And yet they can make that work and become really close friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So overall, um, for all this, I, it's, it was worth seeing. It really yeah. was. And you guys, all you guys know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty picky about where I spend my time nowadays and stuff. And, and so it was, it was worth seeing. Absolutely. Okay. Now got to ask the inevitable. Yeah. Were there any Steven skips? No, no Steven skips. whatsoever. Nice. I mean, that there says a lot about the film. Yeah, you did not Steven. Skip I didn't Steven it. skip any of it. I did pause it because I, I had been working a long time and I was like, I started falling asleep. But that wasn't about oh, no. the film. That wasn't no, the yeah. film itself. That was just me personally, because I one I didn't skip anything and I picked it right back up. I was like, oh, let me pause this for a little bit. Sure. And then, and that, that's that makes sense. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, mm -hmm. you're not actually missing anything that way. So, you know, but if you're Steven skipping, that means you're bored or you're upset or, you know, there's something happening. You don't yeah, like been there, done that. Now, when I saw Starro, I was like, Oh, I've already seen the, you know, kind of a thing. That's why right, I get, that's why I knocked it down just a wee bit. That's why I say I, I did like that. They kind of gave Starro a little more of a horror 
aspect to this. That's, that's true. And um, it, it kind of made him a little more interesting in that fact. I, I will agree because it did reminisce when when we saw some of the when some of the little starros came out of people, it was very reminiscent of some of the Justice League dark stuff that we yes. watched. Yes. Um, so I, I would agree with you on that. Yes. So yeah, I will go back to if you get any little ones, uh, you might want to avoid this one with them because it just might yeah. be a little intense for them. Yep. Agreed. And. and and there isn't a bad word, but well, there is a bad word insinuated. <laughs> there is. That's right. Lois Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Effin. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, whoops. So, right. Yeah. I was a little surprised to hear Lois say that, but. Other than that, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. It's kind of like it kind of would reminded me of a little bit of the, you know, the end of the one Spider-Man movie where she sees where Aunt May sees what the <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was kind of that moment too. It yeah. was yes, okay. yeah. So overall, I, I think this is a great uh, animated film. If, you're into DC, you're into DC animated films, definitely check this one out. Put it in definitely. definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. <laughs> Where's my stapler? I gotta get my underwear. Gotta get my underwear from Kmart. There's <laughs> <laughs> on four. Sorry. Uh, right. That's awesome. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Hey, uh, real quick, thanks for joining us here on the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. Um, I just want to let everybody know that we actually have a really cool thing going on with Audible. Um, if you've never checked out Audible, I encourage you to do so. And with our link, www.audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T W O G E E K S, two geeks. Um, the, the cool thing is, is you can get a free audiobook. Uh, it's kind of like a free 30 day. So you get an audiobook for free, uh, to check it out. I love, uh, some of the ones I've listened to that I really enjoyed have been like the Star Wars Shakespeare series you know, cause it's like retelling the movies and Shakespearean framework. And we've had Ian Desher, the author on the show. Um, but those are actually really good audiobooks. They really are music, sound effects, the whole bit. It's great. And, um, but they've got murder mysteries. They've got thrillers. They've got adventure, action, comedy, drama. Um, and on top of that, you also get 30 days, part of that 30 days, you get part of the audible plus catalog, which are all free books. They're free audio books. And uh, some classics like 1984 with George Orwell, you know, all these um, really good Jane Austen ones and stuff. So it's really neat um, it, to kind of check it out. Plus, if you're a Prime member, I think you get two, uh, two credits. So and if you continue, it's $14.95 per month for one credit and you can pick any audiobook. There, there's some audiobooks that retail value from $9 all the way up to $40. But yet with that one credit you paid $14.95 for, you can get an audiobook. So it doesn't matter what the retail cost is. So, which is pretty cool. So uh, please check them out. There's just hundreds of thousands of just titles. That's an exaggeration. There's tens of thousands. <laughs> but please check it out at audibletrial.com slash two geeks. If you do sign up, it does help us out with the show a little bit as well. Plus in the link, just so you know, we use StreamYard um, for our streaming, and you can do recording. You can do all kinds of things with it. Um, they actually have free trials, um, and actually there's a free version that you can check out. So uh, just follow the link in the description also uh, for uh, just a little bit more information about StreamYard. And um, we've got some people who have actually signed up because it is just a great tool. It's really neat. So I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Yes, I have too. I've streamed has been a good tool for us. Yep. All right. Well, it's all you, my friend, anything else? Well, I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt you during your, your audio audible plug, but you said murder wrong. You're supposed to say it like our friends, Jeff and Zig over at nerdery and murdery murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you haven't oh, hey. checked out Jeff and Zig, uh, check out nerdery and murdery. 
Uh, great podcast. Two great guys. We love their yep. stuff. And, hey, the three geeky dads now have audible trial. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. Uh, I, I was starting to listen to their, your latest episode, Clash of the Clash of the Titans. <laughs> I'm behind on, on uh, three geeky dads. I got to get caught up. Um, I think I'm just getting into January right now. So I'm, I'm like really behind. Please don't don't hate me. <laughs> I will catch up, guys. I promise. Awesome. All right. So with that said, um, uh, if you've made it this far, please make sure and go and like and sp- subscribe to us. Smash that like button. Give that little uh, bell a tickle. Um, that it, it helps the YouTube algorithm. Uh, we got some really good views on our last episode too, by the way. So thank everyone for doing that for yes, watching that. For hanging out with us. Hope you enjoyed our uh, uh, spectacular review of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, where uh, Megan and Theron pretty much went head-to-head in the main event. (laughs) Right. It was uh, quite unexpected, and um, I I think Theron was thrown... (laughs) thrown back and didn't realize what he was getting into at that moment but yeah, it was he fun. did great though yes he did everyone did great on that uh, episode is a lot of fun yes. so yeah so uh just thank you guys for subscribe like and subscribing make sure and follow us on facebook i try and post a lot of uh funny memes up there and and of course you'll get any information of upcoming episodes and uh things that we're doing on there um so with that said uh Hold on, I'm looking for our. Hey, well, with that said, everybody. (laughs) I don't know what you did. That was pretty funny. (laughs) I not only went for my outro, I just decided to just go out. (laughs) Weird. Sorry about that, everyone. All right. With that said, (laughs) over and out. And, uh, uh, <laughs> I had something in my head, but it went away. Um, truth, justice, and the American way. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, may the force be with you.